O God of mystery, out of death, you delivered Christ Jesus, and he walked in hidden glory with his disciples on the road. Stir up our faith that our hearts may burn within us at the sound of his word, and our eyes be open to recognize him in the breaking of the bread. Grant this through Jesus Christ, the firstborn from the dead, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the passage that follows from the Acts of the Apostles, St. Peter preaches a sermon that summarizes the name, the work, the death, and the resurrection of our Lord. How much of your life is centered on the story of Jesus? A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had come, Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed the crowd. Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and listen to what I say. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with deeds of power, wonders, and signs that God did through him among you, as you yourselves know. This man handed over to you according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of those outside the law. But God raised him up, having freed him from death, because it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart was glad and my tongue rejoiced. Moreover, my flesh will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One experience corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of gladness with your presence. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. As the followers of Jesus, we have been ransomed by his blood. God loves us enough to have set us free by the sacrifice of Christ, the perfect spotless lamb. Beloved, if you invoke as father, the one who judges each person impartially according to each one's deeds, live in reverent fear during the time of your exile. You know that you were ransomed from the futile way inherited from your ancestors, not with perishable things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without defect or blemish. Christ was destined before the foundation of the world, but was revealed at the end of the ages for your sake. Through him, you have come to trust God who raised him from the dead and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are set on God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. On the first day of the week, two of his disciples were going to the village called Emmaus, about 11 kilometers from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you are walk along? They stood still looking sad. Then one of them whose name was Cleopas answered him, are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place these days? He asked them, what things? They replied, the things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed in word, before God and all the people. And how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and beside all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all the prophets have been declared. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly saying, stay with us because it is almost evening and the day is now already over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at table with them, he took bread, blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour, they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. These were saying, the Lord has risen indeed, and he appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Yesterday during our Minute Prayer Zoom experience, one of the guys mentioned how ironic it is that we proclaim this gospel 
the story of Jesus being recognized in the breaking of the bread. And yet we don't break the bread with the community because of the coronavirus. Boy, I feel that. I so much missing, miss sharing the word of God and the Eucharist with you all. And I hope we get back to that soon and very soon. The story of the Emmaus Road visitation, the Emmaus Road coming of Jesus called to my mind a, a poem a prose poem actually by John Shea, who is a theologian and a poet out of Chicago. In this prose poem, he, he talks about a typical Sunday mass at a typical parish. And he says that in the sacristy, one of the altar servers gets a nosebleed, a really bad nosebleed. And while this kid's nose is bleeding, he bleeds all over his server's robes, all over the other server, and all over the priest's shoes. There's a lot of blood. Shea describes the priest as taking a purificator, one of the cloths we use, and trying to stuff it up the kid's nose, damming up the blood to his eyes. The reader that day, the reader for that mass, asks the priests, how do you pronounce E-L-I-S-H-A? And in the midst of this craziness with the kid bleeding, the priest explains, it's Elisha. Well, the mass goes as you would expect anything that involves God and people. Um, John Shea says that the reader murdered the prophet once again. I guess he didn't pronounce Elisha. The elderly couple who was supposed to bring up the bread and wine at the preparation of the gifts didn't quite make it because a little four-year-old kid really fast chose that moment to run into the aisle and banged into the elderly couple, followed by his mother running up the aisle in her high heels, calling his name. Roger, get back here. Roger, get back here. The mass continues, continues as an imperfect experience, and the priests, priest lifts up the host, the bread, and says, this is my blood. And then realizing what he just did, when he picked up the cup, he held up the cup, and using logic, said, this is my body. Sometimes it just goes that way. But then the priest bows. He bows to this mystery that is an amazing mystery, a mystery that speaks of promise and hope, that speaks of 
everlasting life. The story of the disciples on the road to Emmaus allows us to ask a lot of questions. Who are these people? One is mentioned, Cleopas, and the other one goes unnamed. Scripture scholars today are indicating that quite probably the other unnamed disciple is a woman. Those of you, a shout out to the Thursday morning gospel group. Uh, you would like the idea that in Luke's gospel, women would be featured. Either it's a woman, and I'm guessing it's Cleopas, it's Mrs. Cleopas on the way, or maybe that disciple is left anonymous so that we can put our name, our name in the story. They run away from the church. They run away from the church community gathered in Jerusalem because they are afraid and they are disillusioned. They put their hope in Jesus. They had come to believe that he was the Messiah, the Savior. And they heard of his terrible death. Sure that the death that, ex that Jesus experienced was bound to happen to them too. So they run away. They run away from the church community. What did they miss? The Gospels tell us that they missed the presence of the risen Jesus coming before the community and saying, Shalom, peace to you. I guess maybe that's one of the lessons in the story for us as Christians. We got to be there if we want to know the risen Christ. We've got to be there with the community. People still flee. People leave the church in our day. We, we, we know that. We've, we've experienced it. Uh, sometimes people are angry, disillusioned with the leadership in the church and the leaders in the church disappointed, disappointed in what we see as wrong, as just the wrong things being done and taught. We're disappointed in the communities. We're disappointed because sometimes we feel that the community is not faithful to the gospel of Jesus. We're disappointed and we run away. What do we miss? When we don't gather with the community, we don't gather to hear the word and break the bread, we miss the presence of the risen Jesus, a presence which burns within our hearts like fire,
some of my, my Italian friends would say that sometimes my preaching causes heartburn, agita. This is a different thing. This is an intense longing. Why do we miss that? I think we miss the intense longing, the burning in the heart, because the world distracts us. The world makes all kinds of interesting promises, calling us to, to work and, 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 and to accumulate things and, and, and to be entertained and, 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 and to be filled with ourselves. Jesus does not speak the way the world speaks. Jesus calls us to unselfish living. He calls us to not instant gratification, but calls us to live the fullness of life known only by those who serve, who give their lives as Jesus serves and gives his life. With, with Mr. and Mrs. Cleopas, we gather with Jesus and we pray from our hearts, stay with us. It's dangerous out there. We don't want you to be lost again. Stay with us. His word, the word of life burns within us. And he breaks the bread. And he pours the cup. And from the depths of our being, we proclaim, my Lord and my God. Stay with us. Be with us. Jesus, be our life. We turn to God. We turn to the God who sent Jesus to give us life, and we ask God to help us so that our hearts can burn with love, with hope, with the joy of Easter. Our response today is, Lord of mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of mercy, hear our prayer. That those who lead and guide us in the church will be inspired by the example of the early Christian community of faith we pray to the Lord, Lord of mercy, mercy, hear our prayer. That those entrusted with leadership in nations around the world will work for peace and justice, casting aside ways of violence and oppression. We pray to the Lord. Lord of mercy, hear our prayer. That those who are entrusted with the care of the sick and the elderly remain faithful in their ministry and find strength in this time of uncertainty from our Savior, risen from the dead. We pray to the Lord. Lord of mercy, hear our prayer. For those whose faith has been shaken or has been overtaken by the doubt in the time of pandemic, that they may see the risen Lord in our communities and in the way we treat one another with mercy and compassion. We pray to the Lord. Lord of mercy, hear our prayer. For everyone who has taken care of us during this time of the pandemic, for all who are unable to stay at home, 
but must work to provide for their families. May God continue to protect them and keep them in good health. We pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy, hear our prayer. For our sick, may the risen Christ visit them with a healing power and new hope. For all who have died, may they live forever with Christ in the glory of the resurrection. We pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy, hear our prayer. For all the prayers that have been written in our parish book of prayers, and for those we hold in the silence of our hearts, we pray to the Lord. Lord of mercy, hear our prayer. If you believe and I believe, and we together pray, the Holy Spirit must come down and set God's people free. And set God's people free. And set God's people free. The Holy Spirit must come down and set God's people free. Let God's people say amen. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.